the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. September 3rd, 2013. Back to school. Big time of the year for the economy. Coming up holiday season. Christmas. Big season for the economy as well. Something we have to pay attention to is lots counting on the back half of this year. Let's bring in Patrick O'Hare from Briefing.com. He is the Chief Market Analyst. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hi, Rob. I'm doing fine. Thanks. Um, happy post-Labor Day. Get back to work. Uh, how are things looking out there? Yeah, well, likewise. Um, well, things are looking uh, better this morning than they did uh, going into the weekend. I think we can attribute uh, that improvement to the uh, understanding that any potential military strike against Syria looks to have been uh, deferred. Um, uh, not that there won't be one, but there isn't going to be one um, today, and there wasn't one over the weekend, as the market had feared. Uh, and then you pair that with some uh, some decent economic news that we got uh, out of the manufacturing sector, uh, both uh, in China and the Eurozone, and then this morning out of the U.S. with the uh, encouraging reading for the ISM index. And, of course, you can throw in a spate of M&A activity that uh, is getting some people's attention, and, you know, the market's got a, got a decent bid to it this morning. Let's talk a little bit about that M&A. Nokia once was a leader in, in phones in the 90s, Motorola in the 80s. Motorola's been acquired by Google. Uh, Nokia now being acquired by Microsoft. It's funny how great leaders, great stock prices, eventually get, you know, demolished and, and picked up for pennies on the dollar. Uh, what are your thoughts on the acquisition this morning? Right. Well, you know, you should say that, uh, you know, I don't really follow, uh, you know, either company specifically, but uh, from what I can, I've been reading anyway, is that they're in what you can somewhat surmise from the uh, decline in Microsoft stock price on the other side of a deal that they're saying is going to be accretive to earnings, uh, is that the market is, is you know, questioning the, uh, the strategy here and whether it's uh, really a case of, uh, you know, a, a, a deal born out of weakness versus one predicated on uh, on real strength. So uh, remains to be seen how you know Microsoft ultimately leverages this uh, acquisition of uh, Nokia's handset business and can uh, try to compete against uh, some very formidable competitors in the likes of uh, Samsung and, and Apple, which pretty much dominate the uh, the smartphone market right now. Are you reading into it as it's a true merger and acquisition or? Is it more of a, uh, Microsoft has a lot of money overseas, Microsoft is having a problem gaining traction in the phone market. 
I've seen some cynicism that's basically said Nokia was getting ready to drop them as a platform. I've seen $8 billion to buy a CEO. Does this feel like good M&A, or does this feel like desperate M&A? Well, you know, I think that uh, as it relates to uh, to Microsoft's position right now, I mean, $7.2 billion, is, you know, it's not an insignificant amount of money, but um, but it does kind of sort of, uh, fit into the realm of uh, Microsoft, you know, reaching to try and uh, you know find its way into a into a new competitive landscape, um, and uh, we got you know wind of that last week when uh, Steve Ballmer announced he's going to be stepping down as CEO in the next 12 months uh, because you know he recognizes that Microsoft's at an inflection point uh, where it's going to need to uh, uh, become a I guess. You know, for lack of a better term, a more modern company, if you will, to uh, to deal with the changing competitive landscape and and this effort to essentially try to tap into the to the smartphone market uh, with its uh, acquisition of uh, Nokia's handset business, I think, reflects that that changing uh, view of things at Microsoft. So, just remains to be seen whether they certainly have the financial firepower to to make a splash. But uh, but then again, so does uh, Apple and uh, Samsung. So you mentioned things are economically looking better this morning, China, Europe, United States. Friday, we're going to get the employment numbers in the United States. Is that potentially going to send the 10-year Treasury to 3%? And if so, markets going to react negatively, positively? What are your thoughts coming up in the next couple of weeks? Right. Well, you know, uh, I wrote a piece for the Big Picture column on briefing.com this this past week that – Basically laid out a, a you know a, a whole number of issues that pretty much boil down to uh, the fact that the market's staring at a whole lot of uncertainty right now. Um, the employment report we're going to get on Friday is just one of those elements that's injecting some uncertainty into the market. Um, it, it's looked at essentially as sort of the determining factor that will um, help the Fed determine if it's going to you know pull back on its asset purchases at the September FOMC meeting and and basically by by how much um, if this report is strong um, which would presumably be a good indication for you know for the US economy more people are working uh, more people are making money you know nothing wrong with that um, but the treasury market might respond negatively as as you implied in the question and you could see a you know a 3% yield on the 10 year in a hurry we saw today really after the ISM number that the treasury market took that as a yet another sign that's sort of leaning or favoring the fed tapering here um, but the response was negative and you now have the yield pushing 2.9% uh, on the 10 year note so we could see that back up in a hurry if you get a uh, a pretty strong employment report. Okay, I'm kind of out of ideas. What are you working on right now, Mr. O'Hare? Right, well, um, kind of in the same mode of sort of getting back into the swing of things here. You know, obviously enjoy the the holiday weekend, but um, the market is essentially in this, uh, as our market analysts, essentially in this sort of wait-and-see mode. Um, Number of items that are out in front of us, I already mentioned the employment report, uh, have the uncertainty surrounding Syria again, that needs to be carefully monitored. It's uh, something that's likely to kind of come to a head over the next week or so. Uh, we, um, you know, you have that. You have the September 17th, 18th FOMC meeting. You got the German elections, September 22nd, and you still have Congress now coming back into session next week. Um, and they're going to have to de- work out a budget agreement. They're going to have to deal with the debt ceiling. Oh, and you know, last but not least, uh, we're coming up upon uh, that time when a, a new 
chairman of the Federal Reserve is going to need to be nominated. So, so you can see that the market's going to have a lot to digest here uh, in the next several weeks. So, uh, you know, essentially, you know, say fasten your seatbelts because it uh, may very well be a roller coaster ride as as those things, uh, you know, come to a head. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. One last question for you. You kind of mentioned job creation, not a bad thing. You also were mentioning that there's a lot of headlines coming up. If the market does transition from super low interest rates kind of environment where the stocks perform pretty well, if it transitions to a we're creating jobs, things are looking better, spending's on the up, manufacturing's on the up, um, what's that mean for the stock market? Is it a, a rough transition into a nice market, or is it a rough transition and we don't know where it takes us? Right. Well, we think that you know what it should be is a transition into a nice stock market uh, because uh, we've been basically climbing a wall of worry here that uh, you know interest rates are, are moving up you know too fast uh, too soon because you don't have you know underlying economic strength to to back up that um, that jump in interest rates and if you get these indications that you know hiring activity is increasing uh, that you know incomes are rising. Uh, that's going to uh, be a, a positive backdrop for uh, corporate profits. And uh, to the extent that you can continue to get profit growth uh, in the face of uh, improving economic data, improving signs of economic activity, um, that will help the stock market tolerate a rise in interest rates uh, much better than it would if you get a rise in interest rates that's driven primarily by a fear of the Fed getting out uh, too soon and without the economic data really uh, reinforcing that decision. Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst with Briefing.com. Briefing.com provides independent live market analysis of the U.S. and international markets. I speak with Patrick O'Hare Tuesday mornings in the 7.30 block. Wednesday mornings I speak with Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist at Briefing.com. Clearly, he and I will focus on those job numbers this time, not this time, but 8.30 tomorrow morning, Pacific Standard Time. So manufacturing strongest in 26 months in the United States. That's positive. Home prices continue to climb. That's both a positive and a negative. As home prices climb, we tend to leave people out of the market who didn't get into the homes. Home prices jumped 12.4% in July from a year earlier, reflected a house. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.